0: Are you a woman founder starting or building your business and it's time to get unstuck and get growing? How do you do the big things that you're dreaming of, build your business empire and still keep from breaking your sanity and your bank balance? Yes, I said empire. We don't play small around here. You aren't starting a little business or creating a side hustle. You are building your business empire and if you want it, we are going to help you go get this is the One Step Empire from Incorporated, and we're here every week to help you build your business and create freedom through success as an entrepreneur. This is the podcast for women founders who are building their dreams one step at a time. We aren't going to let you play small just because your budget might be. There are hundreds of ways you can create incredible impact in your business with the resources you have right now, and we're going to help you do that each and every week. Massive success in simple steps. That's what One Step Empire is all about. You know you need to make fitness a priority, but you never seem to do it. You're crazy busy and it's easy to make excuses. And they're legitimate. You really don't have enough hours in the day. I get it. Believe me, the struggle is real. But here's the thing. Moving your body needs to be a priority. It affects your health and your business. And the good news is that you really can do it without finding more hours in the day. You can be a busy entrepreneur and find time for fitness, even if you don't have time to get to the gym. Allison's the owner of CU Fitness, a health and wellness coach, an entrepreneur, And she's had exactly the same struggle that you're having now. And she's got some simple solutions that you can work into your day to make fitness a simple part of your daily routine and finally start getting the exercise you know you've been missing. Here's the secret she shares with us on today's podcast. I'm going to spoil the surprise. You can complete a 30-minute workout every single day without ever actually doing a 30-minute workout. It sounds like magic, but it's true. And it's so much simpler than you think. We truly make it harder on ourselves than it needs to be, and Allison is here to help us take the pressure off and start feeling better about ourselves, taking care of our bodies and our future like we should be. On today's podcast, Allison walks us through why we put off working out and how that reinforces beliefs that make it even harder to make it to the workouts in the future, why you should actually start with small steps to see more success in the long run, how to do a micro challenge, simple hacks to fit movement into your day. And some self care tips to start now for a stronger 2022. So let's get into it. Hello, Allison, and welcome. Allison is the founder of CU Fitness Incorporated, a fitness writer, coach. She owns an online workout club, hosts destination fitness retreats in a variety of gorgeous destinations, and hosts her own podcast, The Ultimate Journey of Self Care. That's a
1: lot. Thank you for having me.
0: I gave a little bit of an intro there for you, but I would love it if you would tell us just a bit about your story, uh, you know, sure. why you started see fitness and a bit more about what you do now.
1: Well, I, uh, I've been in the fitness industry most all of my life. I grew up a swimmer. I've been in sports and athletics a lot of my life and always been active. Both of my folks are 81 and they're still active. So it's like they just kind of set the tone for all of us growing up, my siblings and me. I wanted to go to physical therapy school. And when it became evident that that really wasn't going to work, I was advised to go on and into school in a related field. And so I picked exercise and fitness and I have never looked back. So it's the plan B that became a plan A. That's what I like to call it. And I worked for other people for a while and then I decided I wanted to try it myself. And so I've been an entrepreneur for close to 25 years. I've done it all. I've worked in corporate. I've done rehab. I've advised big gyms and I've worked with private clients. I've done group training. And so now what I do is kind of a hybrid. I do, I still see some people in person But I coach health and fitness and wellness entrepreneurs on helping them build their business as well. And then, of course, I do my retreats because that's really what I've always wanted to do. And of course, COVID put a big halt on that, but I'm back into it now.
0: Today, we're going to talk through how to make fitness work for even the busiest of entrepreneurs, because we all know that we should be working out or at least staying active. But so often our businesses crowd out our workout time. Let's talk through kind of hacks and strategies for making that part of our daily life. And, you know, maybe if we think about making our workout time, think about it as being critical to our business. Mm -hmm. Would
1: that change how much of a priority we make it? It's interesting that you asked me that. If you read about the most successful entrepreneurs in the world, and I'm not talking like the multimillionaires, I mean, we could include those too, but I'm talking about the people who have their dream business and who are living their dream lives, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. They are all physically active. They all have something that works for them, that sticks, that they stick to day in and day out. One of the first things I always advise my clients to do is think about your activity time. time. Notice I don't just say workout time, but I say activity time as a non-negotiable appointment with yourself. And so it, it's like, think about an appointment with one of your top clients or your best client or your client that maybe that's been with you the longest. You wouldn't be consistently moving that around to, fit, to accommodate something else, right? You have top priority for that. And why shouldn't you view an appointment with yourself in the same manner? Personally, I think that when you really take care of yourself, physically speaking, and whatever that looks like, it can be walking, yoga doesn't have to be a hardcore workout in the gym every day. All of that shows up in your business, but not only that, but it shows up in your life too. You show up better, your conversations are better, your relationships are better, and it all shows up in your business too. And that's not an accident. Energy is energy and it just, it spreads when you do that.
0: Yeah. And I, that's, that's absolutely a mindset shift. And I know if it's for my business, if it's for growing the business, it, it happens. I make yep. sure that yep. it happens. But when it's yep. something that I feel like it's just a nice to have yep. thing, then it can get moved. And you're right. If you block the time and you make it, because I block every week, a couple of hours specifically for business development. And that I do exactly that with it. It's a non-negotiable. Yep. It, it's a block time. Nothing else gets put in that time. I don't do that for, you know, fitness. Well, I think the other
1: piece is, is that we get used we get really good at what we do often. I always say that. And we sort of can get in the mindset where, well, Wednesday's not going to work and Friday's not going to work. So I can only get two sessions in. So I might as well wait till next week. We sort of get in that mentality where it's easy just to keep putting it off. And then what our brain is telling us is, is that this really isn't all that important. All these other things have to take priority. But the bottom line at the end of the day, we should be asking ourselves is that if we are not in the best physical and mental shape ourselves, how in the world are we gonna be able to run a top caliber, top quality business and be an example, not just to our team, but to our clients and the communities that we serve?
0: Absolutely, I agreed. Definitely a mind shift I need to work on.
1: So if we're not
0: necessarily looking at just that, I mean, the workout is great, right? But you have a lot of other strategies that can help us. First of all, why do we think why do we think we're too busy? Because that's the first thing I hear from
1: everybody. They're like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to, to fit well, in. But but really what's behind that is a couple of things. It's I don't trust myself to do it most of the time. I am not. I don't know that I'm going to follow through, which tells me that they've tried it before and it hasn't worked. And all that means is they just didn't have the right plan. That's why it didn't work. The other thing is, is that, and this probably goes a little deeper for some people, is that it's a it's a self-worth thing. You know, as entrepreneurs, especially women, we get used to tying up our identity in what we do for other people, whether it's serving our clients, being an example to our team, our families, our spouses, whatever. And we get used to tying up our identity in that. And so if something is going to take our time away from that identity, then there, there's this push and pull and you know, struggle bus, as some people call it. But my question, my rebuttal to all that always is, why can't we live in the ant? Why does it have to be an or? Why can't we just live in the and? What would your world look like if you lived in the ant? So what if you could be everything that you want to be to all of these things over here on the right and in the, on the left over here? Why can't you be everything you want to be for yourself to? Why can't we live in the ant? So that, I think that's a question we all should start with.
0: So you got some strategies that will help us make it not such a huge obstacle
1: Where during your day can you work in the five and 10 minute challenges is what I like to call it. So an example would be next time you go run an errand, park your car as far away as you can and walk. Can you take the stairs during the day instead of an elevator whenever possible? Can you carry your grocery bags from the checkout line to your car rather than using a cart? What can you do around your house that's physical, that, that challenges you? I mean, and honestly, what comes up for me is like vacuuming, like chores. You know, yard work, stuff like that. The stuff that we don't really think of, but activity, here's the thing. Activity is activity to our body. Our body's not going to sit there. Well, that doesn't count because that's just taking a flight of stairs. That's not the same thing as lifting a 40 pound dumbbell or whatever. It doesn't work like that. You know, here's the thing. The metabolic research all says that all of those things worked into your day on a regular basis. Okay. Regular, consistent basis has a much greater effect on your metabolic rate over the lifespan than relying on that 45-minute to one-hour workout in the gym, which is what so many people do. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but it's easy to work in these small things first. And I always challenge my clients to do that, you know, especially because it's a no-brainer. It's like the icing on the cake, you know? It's like live in the end. Why can't you have all of it? And I think if, if you make them almost like they're like micro
0: habits, right, it's yeah. much easier mentally yeah. to go, OK, well, I maybe don't have an hour today, but I've got 10 minutes and I can do this. And I think that that hour block we're trying to find makes it
1: easier for us to put it off because, well, I really don't. You know, it's really tough. to. Well, I'll give you it another example. Say I'll give you another example. If yeah. If you sit a lot like we all do in front of the computer, seeing our clients or whatever. What if you got up every hour for five minutes and did something? So if you're in front of your computer for five or six hours straight, that's 30 minutes of activity right there. Right. And you don't, people don't think about that. In five minutes, what can you do? You can do a couple push-ups, You can run up your steps. You can take a walk around your house. You can go outside and walk to the mailbox and back or whatever. I'm just throwing that out there. But, you know, activity is activity and it all adds up. It's like the saving money thing. You save 50 cents a day. What do you have at the end of the month? And also good for your mental clarity to get up every hour, and you're you're going to be more productive, right? You yep. clear your head, you come back, you get a yep. blood flowing. But yet, it's it's so easy to ignore that. Everyone out there is saying, "Yeah, right. Five minutes isn't anything." Well, five minutes times five or six hours in a row is something. All right, what else should we be doing? The other thing I always recommend are like five to ten, what I like to call micro workouts. So one of the things that I always like to teach, and I'm pretty much a master at this, is coming up with what is the best use of your time. So if all you have is, say, 10 minutes at the end of the day or during your lunch break or whatever, I promise you, you can get a lot done in that 10 minutes. So for example, you could do some crunches, some planks, some squats or lunges, and a few push-ups. And you could do like, kind of think of it like a micro circuit. And you could repeat that two or three times in a row. And kind of make it a game with yourself. Set set a timer on your phone. How many times can I how many sets can I do in five minutes and challenge myself? Because I think we all like the challenge component to it, right?
0: Absolutely. And you could yep. even just schedule your day if you normally end your day at five o'clock and end yep. it at, you know, four forty-five. Do something before you, you know, walk out the door of the office or your
1: home office. Yeah, because as much as we like to say, I'll do it when I get home, I'll get up an hour earlier, I'll spend my lunch hour. You know, it's so easy for that not to happen. And then that turns into a habit too. Well, I'll start tomorrow. Well, I'll start next week. And it doesn't work out. So I always challenge you, let's work with what you got first. Let's work with the parameters that you've got because there's everything is figure outable. You just have to have the right strategy.
0: Yes. Okay. So we're getting up, let's recap, we're getting up every hour for five minutes. We're sneaking in 10, 15 minutes somewhere in the day just to do a a little micro circuit. And we're just trying to extend what we do. So walking, you know, parking further away, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, everything we do throughout the day, just thinking about how can I make this a little more physical? Yeah. Well,
1: and our, our bodies are, we have, what we have to remember is that our bodies are created to move. -hmm. We are created to be active. We're not created to sit still and hide away in a cave and wait for the summertime. We're not, we're not, that's not what we're meant to do. And everything that I've just suggested, these are all what you call functional moves. These are already moves that we're doing anyway in our everyday life. So why can't we do them as part of a workout routine? It's just simple. And the simpler you keep it, the better.
0: Okay, great. And then is there any other fitness tips or even just kind of health and wellness, ways to sneak that into our life? you know, right now we coming out of COVID and and just everybody is so busy right now. And I find with everybody, the
1: overlap now, you know, is just intense. There's no ends and beginnings. Another thing I always suggest is how, how much can you stand during the day? You know, everyone's buying standing desks now. So that's an easy thing to do, but think about when you're doing dishes at home or when you're standing up and you're cooking, you can stand on one foot and kind of practice balance. You can kind of, pull your abs in at the same time or whatever and kind of make it a challenge with yourself. I mean, so many people struggle with balance anyway and we lose it as we get older. So that's a simple thing. The other thing I always recommend is give yourself five or 10 minutes of quiet time every day. And my recommendation is to do it first thing in the morning. So if that means you have to get up 15 minutes earlier, then do it. But this is so key because this sets the tone for your day in terms of what intentional thoughts are you thinking, It's part of the mindset work that I teach is in helping you develop a belief plan. And it's it's really dialing into those intentional thoughts and giving yourself time to just clear the clutter. That's one thing, one excellent way of if it's not physical activity, then it's definitely self-care. And the third thing I would recommend is in the evening, trying to get off the devices early. Give yourself about 20 or 30 minutes of what a colleague of mine calls a soft landing in the evening turn off the phone, turn off the TV. And I'm saying this because I'm equally guilty of not doing it. So I'm voicing it because it's something that I'm working very hard on myself. You know, we get so attached to our devices, we don't want to miss anything. and But really try to disconnect from that at least 20 or 30 minutes before you want to be in the bed. So think of it like a backup time. So in the evening, you could back up your bedtime by say 10 minutes to start and then 15 minutes. So that's not like such a hard thing to do at once.
0: And so many people are using the their wind down time as time on their devices, right? Instead of after their devices. Well,
1: again, well, I mean, I am too. And again, just schedule it like it's an appointment. You know, it's a non-negotiable with yourself. You got to establish some tight boundaries around what it is that you really want. And here, here's something else I'll say is that we all are setting our goals right now for 2022 and beyond. And we will only go as far as what we think and believe in this moment. So. In order to really change that and to really be able to step into what we are truly calling in for ourselves for 2022 and beyond, it means we're going to have to learn to think on a different level. And that sometimes means it's getting those boundaries a little bit tighter and establishing these little micro habits and being ridiculously consistent at doing that. Because how you do one thing is really how you do everything, right? And I think you're right. It's going to become more and more important because the boundaries are just
0: blurring everywhere. Yep. And yep. they're not going to be any clearer yep. anytime soon.
1: It's easy to do. It's really easy to do because as entrepreneurs, we're overscheduled anyway. And we don't operate on a nine to five schedule. That's why we're an entrepreneur, right? That's why we're doing our thing, because we want to do it to our own, march to our own drumbeat. But, but we have to be so conscious of what that actually looks like, or you will crash and burn at some point. Absolutely, I call my scheduling aggressive. I have very aggressive (laughs) (laughs) scheduling. I don't always get through it all. I just move it to the next day. Well, me too. And you know, and and how notorious are we for making to do lists? You know, I still keep a pen and paper calendar after all these years because I'm a writer in general. You know, and it's just when you look at some of my days and you look at all these lists, I'm like what am I thinking? You know, but it's just, it's, it's a habit. But all that says that I'm trying to put too much on my, that's something I'm really working hard to change too.
0: We have, we have so much to do. So for people that are are listening and they're saying, okay, well, this is great, but I'm, you know, it's too late. I'm too old. I can't change. This
1: isn't going to work for me. What do we say? Well, what I say is, is I challenge on that because (laughs) I just think, pardon my French, that's a BS story that you're telling yourself. You know, we get really good at what we do often. So my question is, so is this how you want to be the rest of your life? Is this really the message you want to be putting out into the world? I don't think so. And, you know, you don't have to start with all of it. You know, I think we're so used to in our society to having everything quickly. You know, social media doesn't help that because we sort of assume if we put something out there that we'll immediately we'll get it. And if we don't immediately get it, that something's wrong with us. But really what it comes down to is starting with those small things and getting really consistent with that. That's really what's going to get you the results. I don't know anybody who has gotten results, fitness, health, self-care wise, without first starting small. And starting small is the best way to go because you're just reinforcing to yourself that you actually can do it. With anything, start yeah. up
0: and build that habit and build that belief in yourself. Yeah, Totally. So you've got some really great resources. You've got some online classes and you've got some great stuff to help people with this. But before we do that, you are definitely a woman entrepreneur. You are in everything. I had to look through your site and you're doing tons (laughs) of stuff. No wonder you're busy. So what is your best advice for new women founders? We've got a lot of new women entrepreneurs that are listening. So in all the years and all the things that you've done, what would you say is your best advice? I think my
1: best advice is to. Really get clear on what you think your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Really think about what it is that really excites you and really drives you. And why should it be you in the world doing it and not somebody else? You know, we I think we—we we get we blur the lines when we say, well, I'm going to do this because I'm really good at it. I'm going to do this because it's what I've always done. I'm going to do this because it's just who I am. You know, I hear that too. But my thing is that when you dial more into what your true purpose is, and sometimes it takes a little time to figure it out, but but it's like a colleague of mine says, follow the breadcrumbs, you know, really dial in. That's why having that, that quiet time in the morning to really dial into what you want to be thinking is what's going to put those breadcrumbs in front of you. It's going to help you better draw the decisions you make on a daily basis and not get hung up in, well, I'll do that once I get this done. And I'll do that once I get this done. So really ask yourself, is what I'm doing today helping me move the needle forward so that I can be more connected to my purpose? So really think about that. Spend some time every day thinking about what that is.
0: I agree. I think we don't, especially when we first start out as entrepreneurs, we don't put enough focus on what we're passionate about. And I, we tend to think, oh, well, you know what, as long as it's successful, It'll all work out and I'll do things that I'm passionate about. But I think if you actually can nail that passion, and that purpose from the beginning, it turbocharges your success. It's something that you just can't get enough of and you're so excited. Well,
1: and you know, somebody once said to me when I was first starting out and I was still teaching classes for a a local gym and I was doing a couple other things and I was trying to get my business off the grill. Um, Because when I started my business, I had a thousand dollars in the bank and a clean credit card. I had nothing. I had no bank loan or anything like that. It was pure 100% belief. But I th- feel like at the beginning, we sort of have to feel kind of clunky until we sort of figure out our own way to do it. But when we feel, when we have lots of choices, I think we feel freedom, mm-hmm. or at least that's what we think we feel. But it's only when we dial down and make that choice as far as what we want to actually be doing that we actually feel what real freedom is. Mm-hmm. So don't confuse having all these things to do as being free because you're really not, you know, it's when you dial into what it is you really want to be doing and what you're excited about. That's when you're going to feel free. So.
0: And, and when things get tough, you know, and, and it's going to get tough at some yeah, point. At least, it always does. Times. Yeah, it always does. If you're passionate about it, you're going to keep going. If you're not,
1: it's it's hard to slog through it. That's why having that time in the morning to dial into your thoughts and beliefs, that is what's going to drive you when the times are tough and when the money's not there and the clients aren't calling and you're wondering if anybody is listening to a word you're saying online, which happens a lot, right? <laughs> yep. You know, it's the belief that's what's going to carry you through that. So yep. that's why you have to be so connected to that because it really is like your crutch to lean on. Agreed. Yep. So
0: we're going to put in the show notes links to all sorts of things so that people can find you and take advantage. But why don't you tell us just a little bit more about what's coming up in your world and and how we can find that. Terrific.
1: Well, I will say this. I do have a brand new option that I'm offering with my online club. I call it the accountability upgrade because online clubs all sound good, especially when you've got videos to choose from. But there's really no way to check in. At least that's what I hear from a lot of people. So one of the things that we've added to our online club is a way for you to be accountable. And for $99 a month, we have our accountability upgrade and it's no minimum time frame. You can check in three times a week with your coach, which is me or somebody on my team. Mm -hmm. And you get little micro coaching tips and just, you know, little little bits of motivation. So we've got that out there. The other thing that we have is we've got a full calendar of retreats next year. So I have my first two retreats the in February and May of next year. I'm going to Charleston, South Carolina in February, and then to Key West in May, which is one of my favorite places in the whole world. I go all the time, so I'm pretty much a local. And then the rest of next year, we're going to go to the mountains. We're going to go to Antigua and Jamaica, and we'll see. Those are the locations right now that are on the map. And then after that, in 2023, we want to get to New Zealand and up other places. So,
0: so what do you do in the retreats? It's what, is it been a week?
1: It's five days, usually five to six days. A lot of people who come choose to extend their stay by a day or two. And we usually have a way that you can do that. My retreats are what I like to call a magnetic visionary experience. And we do a series of group activities to really help you drill down more into what your purpose is. And we do workouts every day. We do some visionary things and we always do some fun activities with the area where we are. Like, for example, in Key West, we're going to do a sunset cruise. We're going to do a couple things to really capitalize on the fun and the geography of the area. But everyone always has free time to themselves. So it's it's really a perfect combination of fun and travel and self-care and, you know, personal development and other stuff, too. It's the best of all worlds.
0: So how do we find out more about that? Again, we'll put this link in the show notes, but if you're listening somewhere else.
1: You can go to my retreat website, which is cufitnessretreats.com. That's the letter C, the letter Mm Ufitnessretreats.com. And you'll see that I have the Charleston retreat up there now and the Key West preview. I'm going to have the Key West full spiel probably up by the end of the week. And then I'll be adding the others. Usually within four or five months of when we go is when you'll find all that information. Of course, you can reach out to me. And I can give you some specifics on that. They do fill up quickly. So once I open it up, it's usually a few weeks and it's full. So. so we're going to put that
0: link and we're going to put the link to Allison's site in the show notes. If you're listening on a platform where you can't see the show notes, you can always head over to OneStepEmpire.com. All the episodes, all the show notes, all the links are going to be there. Everything that you need is there. So if right. you're driving and you haven't got a pen... Or you want to uh, just head over and, and get some more information, it's one step And we'll have all of those links for Allison in the show notes. Thanks for hanging out with us and listening to the One Step Empire podcast. All the resources you need are found on our site, shecorporated.com. There are free downloads. The link to join our community of women entrepreneurs is there. All the show notes for every podcast episode, links to everything we've got going on, and the link to subscribe to the magazine for women founders, She Corporated Magazine. All of it can be found at shecorporated.com on the web. Make sure you follow us at SheCorporated on Facebook or Instagram, and set aside some time this week to put into practice what you learned today on the podcast block some time on your calendar in the next seven days and really commit to putting it into practice and not just on your to-do list because massive action creates massive results. You can do this and we're here to help.